thank you for the many blessings you have given us. But today we come to you in our time of sorrow, but also in our time of joy. For we know that our friend and sister in Christ, Jesse, is now with you in heaven, where there is no more pain or suffering. So we celebrate the fact that Jesse is now with Jesus. We pray, O oh Lord, that you comfort her husband, Melvin Conley, and her family and her friends that grieve her departure. Help us to come alongside Jesse's friends and family during this time to give them the encouragement they need. Lord, you are the God of all compassion. Be with Jesse's family and friends in the absence of Jesse for it's tough to say goodbye to this fellow believer. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, for some of you who don't know me, my name is Pat, one of the pastors here. Uh, but also, Jesse was my mom, my mother-in-law. Uh, that's why I wanted my, my pastor to kind of officiate it, because uh, doing my mom's funeral and doing my dad's funeral, uh, it's hard, especially when you have someone that you love so much and has been a, a great big part of your life. Uh, as Jesse and Melvin and Dan, I just getting to know David, but just the family and Gina. I mean, these, these, you guys are family, and you guys have always been my family. Uh, I'm going to try to get through this, try to read a little bit. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so bear with me. Uh, Jesse was a lady that was loved and freely gave her love to family and friends. I'm sure that anyone here who had the privilege of being in her life would attest to that. I'm also sure that we who knew her has stories to tell of her love and her kindness that she showed to everyone. I met Jessie back in 1993 when I started dating my then-girlfriend, Aquila, uh, and for some reason she has stuck by me this entire time now. Immediately, I was welcomed into the family. Throughout the years, I got to meet and become close to the rest of the family. There were some bumpy roads, I got to admit, there were some bumpy roads, and I'm sure some people know about it, uh, but who doesn't like a good roller coaster? I think throughout the years, the one thing that sticks out the most is the fact that mom always was trying to feed me, okay? It's taken me a lot of years to get this physique, and having my mom always trying to give me a sandwich, chips, and a soda every single time I came over. Uh, I wasn't even two feet inside the room, and she's like, do you want a sandwich? And she's already there pulling things out of the cupboard. Uh, that made me feel very welcome. I remember when my family, this is kind of, I don't know if people were squeamish, but I'm just going to warn you. I remember one time we were in Utah. They, meaning Melvin, Jesse, and Justin, had his motorhome, came down to visit us, and they stayed at this motorhome park down the road. And uh, they wanted one afternoon, and if anyone knows about southern Utah, it's really hot. There's three things that people said they're going to hate about southern Utah. And I can think of some things, but they said June, July, and August. 
and they're not kidding. Uh, so we went over there one afternoon after they visited us, uh, invited us over for a swim in the pool at the trailer park, okay? I want to emphasize trailer park. Uh, after being in the pool, and I think you remember this, we were in the pool, sat down, and I don't know what they're called, but they're little bugs about that big. Are they June bugs or something? But anyway, these little bugs are creeping, crawling on me, and I'll tell you what, I wasn't in that water for two minutes, and I'm out of there. And I should have known when you couldn't see the deep end because it was kind of green. Uh, so anyways, if you can't see the bottom of the pool, don't jump in. Uh, after mom and dad, after my mom and dad uh, went to be with the Lord, uh, Jesse and Melvin and the family took me in and became my mom and dad. Uh, and I'm grateful. Having the privilege right now to have Justin and Melvin, my father, in my home, it's a privilege that I have, that we have, and uh, something I'll never, never forget. So when it came time to take care of them, to help take care, not take care, but help to take care of them, it was a no-brainer. Uh, I remember sitting down talking to Just Melvin, Justin, and, and Jesse, and I said, you know what, you, you, you did your job raising your kids. Now it's our turn as the siblings to do what you can't do. So it was a privilege to have them in my family, in my home. Uh, I see that her family came together uh, to do what a family is meant to do, is to take care of their loved one. If they can't be there in person, they were there in spirit. So I'm very grateful for that. There's too many acts of kindness that uh, I can't name. I can't name everything. Uh, but like I said, since 1993, uh, Jesse and them uh, have welcomed me in. Cole reminded me, I've got a couple of things to read. I'll try to make it fast. I'm not promising anything, okay? I have the mic. Uh, Je Quill sent me something. This is apparently something that didn't dawn on me until just recently when she sent it to me. I remember her saying it to me. Her saying was, I love you, a bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. That was something that Jesse used to say. Uh, so here are some thoughts from, from Quill uh, that I had wrote down. And I'm sure there's some of us that can remember this. I remember stories from my mom. Back in the day, flower companies would print designs on the back of the bags. Uh, Jesse would use those bags after cutting out the designs to make the dresses for the girls. And did I mention that Jesse was a mother of 12 kids? Six boys, six girls. Uh, she alone was the Brady Bunch. All the girls loved them because mom made them. Jesse loved to bake. Uh, I never actually got to taste any of her baking. Like this one thing, the kids loved her homemade cinnamon rolls. I missed out on those. Not that I need them, but I definitely missed out on those. And a drawer, she always had a drawer full of homemade bread. And it was always at any time you can go get bread. Uh, mom loved to sing and play the accordion. Back there, you'll see like a black and white photo of Jesse playing the accordion. <laughs> and you're going to wonder who that screaming little child is who has her hand 
stuck in the accordion, right? That's my wife, Aquila, okay? Jesse thought it was really funny, but if you look at the face of my daughter or my wife, no, it wasn't so funny. Uh, but I look at it and I laugh. And I'm sure some people, would, some of the memories that Quill had was she would wash uh, clothes with those old-fashioned hand cranks, washing clothes, and uh, using the washboards. These are some of the memories that, that Quill's had. Uh, Jesse was very protective of her kids. Aquila's dad, not Melvin, uh, it's kind of funny actually, when their dad would go off, go, go to work, uh, he would instruct, I guess, Jesse to put names on a list, the naughty list. And when he got home, he would discipline them. So according to Aquil, uh, funny how there weren't ever enough names on this list. Uh, it's kind of funny. Jesse loved her mom and her dad. I got to pl- uh, the privilege to meet Grandma Laxon uh, before she passed. And I never had grandparents. They all passed away before I, I was born. And as soon as I mentioned that, she just took me in. And she was the grandma that I never had. Because I can actually say, so if you're out there and you have grandparents, man, treasure them. Okay, absolutely treasure them. <laughs> Esther, uh, Aquila's sister, tells of a time when Grandpa Powell gave the kids a bucket of bubble gum. And I'm just picturing, I don't know what kind, but I'm picturing those big chunks of pink bubble gum, right? And a wrapper, pull it, those things that breaks your jaw trying to loosen them up. Uh, their dad at the time, not Melvin, would not allow them to have it for some reason. So, of course, mom would take several pieces and would chew them up, chew them up, blow bubbles for the kids. Until one time the bubble popped and covered her entire face and glasses. And it's happened. I can say it's never went in my hair, so I'm lucky with that. Uh, Jesse was always worried about people, pets, and even furniture. She didn't want anything to be lonely. Uh, and you think I'm, and I'm not kidding at all. So it's just this fun thing about mom. Uh, one of the fun things that Aquila remembers is when she would, uh, when Aquila would go visit her, they would sneak off and go to Dairy Queen and have some ice cream. Uh, memories like that are priceless, that you'll always remember these things. Uh, Jessie was such a caring person. Every time we would visit her, uh, she was always trying to give us stuff, okay? Mom would bribe us, mainly Quill, uh, to come out to visit because she had something important to tell her uh, that she just found out, okay? It's called gossip, okay? I'm just going to say, call it what it is, it's called gossip. Uh, but wouldn't tell Quill until she came out. I call that, I mean, uh, Obviously, mom would try to bribe her. It would come out. Uh, that, to me, is like mafia-like extortion coming from, from Jesse. Uh, the funny thing is, is it worked, okay? Clothes was her favorite uh, gift to give. She was always giving us, you name it. We'd come home with grocery sacks filled with clothes. And I'm always wondering, where is she always getting all these clothes? And they're usually girls' clothes. Once in a while, a 
guy's clothes or whatever, uh, people would leave items. If you're familiar, there's a picture right back there. It's a black and white drawing picture that I have a privilege of having, and I'm more than willing to give it to a family member. I don't care. Uh, but it's a house she grew up in, and it's still out there. Okay, Right across the street was a post office. And people would bring items, leave at the post office uh, where they live, and Jesse would go over there with a bag and pick them up and send them home with us. Uh, about 80 to 90% of that stuff would end up us taking it to the thrift store. So I have to think it was either bribery to get us out there or we were being used to take her stuff she didn't want to the thrift store. <laughs> one of the two. I don't know which one, but it was definitely one of the two. Uh, either way, it got us out there to visit. Nice play, Jesse. Uh, December 5th of this last year, Jesse, Melvin, and Justin. Uh, Justin is my dear brother. They moved in with us. Uh, this gave me an insight of how much mom absolutely adored Melvin. And there came a point when she was uh, sick, so sick, that she was in bed all the time. And I'm trying to, like, oh, let's turn her around so she can watch the TV, lay there. That was no. Jesse would insist that the bed was facing Melvin and Justin rather than the TV. So she can see them and wave at them and tell them both how much she loved them. That's how caring Jesse was. Coella has said what a privilege it is to be able to take care of her in the last couple months of her life. She was continually telling us thank you, meaning Jesse was continually telling us thank you. Same with Melvin and same with, I mean, the whole family. She would tell Jesus all day long, thank you, while being so miserable and hardly complaining about it. You didn't hear the complaining from my mom, from Jesse. She never complained. Uh, well, let me take that back. She didn't want to, she didn't, she didn't complain when we were trying to get her to come to our house. She was insistent. Not, and I'm like, look at this, blah, 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 blah. Look at all this list. No, and listen. So Dan, my brother, decides to go out there and said, look, mom, okay, you're playing mafia with me and I'm going to play mafia with you. That same day, okay, let's go, let's move. So I don't know what you did, but it was powerful. Uh, but then they ended up moving in with us. Uh, and I'm very, very, very grateful for that. Uh, if she was still here, she'd want to say how much she loved her family and friends. And thank you all for what you did for her. And during this time taking care of Jesse, Aquila realized how much she misses her sister Manoa. Uh, and I want to mention a couple of things about Manoa. Uh, she had passed away uh, late last year. Uh, she had been battling breast cancer for a long time. And complications, uh, taking her to the hospital, and she ended up never coming back out of the hospital. And she died while she was in the hospital. Grateful she's also in heaven with mom. Uh, Manoa is like a twin for Aquila. So I understand, like, everyone has friends that they can talk to and bounce things off. Well, that was her twin. 
so when she's gone, it's, it's hard. And I understand that because I don't, this is my family, okay? I don't have family that, because when I became a believer, they kind of disowned me, but that's okay. Uh, so like I said, Manoa was like a twin. Uh, they were very close. She would tell her anything and everything. Manoa was an amazing wife and mother. Uh, and Manoa had an amazing singing voice. I never had the privilege to hear it. Uh, here in the last few years, her and Jesse became very close. And they had a very close bond and loved each other very, very much. Today, they're together in, for eternity. And then Rue, and if I get the... If I get the relationship wrong, please correct me later. Not right now while I have the mic, but you can correct me later. Uh, Rue was his Jesse's cousin by marriage, I believe. I could be wrong, but I'm just going to go with that for right now. Uh, let me know. Uh, Lou wrote, uh, or Rue wrote, I loved your mom, Jesse, very much. One of the most beautiful memories is in the trailer park where they lived uh, in buses. Rue's mom would uh, pop a big bag of popcorn, and her and the kids, and Jesse and the kids would hike off into the woods and, and play and be kids like they were designed to be. Rue was sad when they moved away from, I think Delta was in Colorado, I believe, Delta, Colorado. Uh, but I just know the town Delta. And she loved spending the time with Melvin and Jesse. So finally, I want to personally thank uh, the kids, that her kids, I mean, my brothers, okay, uh, for all the prayers, the financial help, the physical needs that you guys gave. Mom would be proud that she raised kids like you. Okay, she would definitely be proud. And right now, we're, right now there's a little video to, uh, I didn't pick the music, I'm just going to throw that out there. I didn't pick the music. I'm a drummer. I am not. I'm just going to throw that out there, and I hope you enjoy it. Beautiful flowers that will never decay. 
If there's medals for mothers, Mama, you'll win everyone. I dreamed Mother walked up the heavenly stairs, and medals for mothers were given. Oh 
Jesus I shall see When I look upon his face The one who saved me by his grace When he takes me by the hand And leads me through the promised land What a day, glorious day that will be There'll be no sorrow there No more burdens to bear No more sickness, no pain No more parting over there And forever I will be With the one who died for me What a day, glorious day that will be What a day that will be When my Jesus I shall see When I look upon His face The one who saved me by His grace When He takes me by the hand And leads me through the promised land what a day, glorious day that will be Once the Savior went away To prepare a place to stay He's coming back someday To take His waiting bride away And forever we will be with the one who died for me What a day, glorious day that will be What a day that will be When my Jesus I shall see When I look upon his face The one who saved me by grace when he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land what a day glorious day that will be what a day glorious day that will be During Job's sufferings, Job stated this, For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. And so in the midst of his sufferings, Job knew that his Redeemer would come back and would take his stand upon the earth. Paul in Romans 8 and verse 18 tells us this, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed 
in us when the Lord Jesus returns. The Apostle John, in John 11, 25 and 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? John 14, 6. I think everyone knows this one by heart. For Jesus said, to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then John 3.16, everyone knows. But then you gotta go back or go a couple farther, 17 and 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the Father or in the name of the only Son of God. We must trust in the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to do what is right. Though we mourn the death of our sister in Christ, Jesse Viola Conley, we are grateful that God has welcomed our dear friend to heaven. Many will miss Jesse, but she is now in the loving arms of her Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. She was a woman of faith who loved her family. She loved her brothers and sisters in Christ. But most of all, she loved her God and Savior, Jesus Christ. With Job, God's people must praise the Lord in the good times, but also in the bad times, because we trust him and we know that he is good. We don't always understand God's ways, still we trust him to work all things for our good. We know that we suffer now, but the day will come when Jesus will wipe away our tears, defeat death, and make all things new. Only through Jesus can death be defeated. God the Son became a man and died on the cross for our sins. He paid the price for our sins and took our punishment for us. Through his bodily resurrection, Jesus conquered death, man's greatest enemy. And so we must all admit we're sinners and that we cannot save ourselves. We must trust in Jesus alone for salvation. We must ask him to be our savior. Those who trust in Jesus for salvation and worship him as God the Son receive the free gift of eternal life and will spend eternity with the Lord. Only through Jesus can death, man's greatest enemy, 
be defeated. In the book of Hebrews, it says, it is appointed for man to die once, and then comes the judgment. We should not lie to ourselves. Only Jesus has conquered the grave. Only Jesus can deliver us. Only Jesus can save us. I encourage you right now, if you haven't done it already, to ask Jesus to be your Savior. Trust in him alone for salvation. Receive him as your Savior and walk with him all the days of your life, just as our friend Jesse did. Jesse was a faithful friend to many and a servant of Christ. I'm sure that Jesus told her when she saw him face to face, well done, thou good and faithful servant. This servant of Christ has gone home, and right now she's with her God and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll miss her, but we rejoice that she no longer suffers. She is with King Jesus and the saints of old. Psalm 23, the shepherd boy who became a king, David said this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from, among, from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. Verse 4. He will wipe away every tear from every eye, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things had passed away. Right now, I'd like to kind of open up the mic for a bit uh, to anyone who would, I mean, everyone loved her, okay? Everyone who knew her, you couldn't love her. You could be frustrated sometimes at her mafia extortion sometimes. Uh, bribery to come out to visit her. It didn't take a sandwich or a soda or chips. It just took an invite. Uh, that will always be probably one of my funniest memories. Pulling a shirt out, I'm like, I would never wear an orange polo shirt. 
I'm talking construction, side of the road, bright orange. Thanks, Mom. Uh, anyways, I'd like to open the mic for anyone, everyone, uh, who would like to share a little bit uh, about the person that we loved.
All right, my name is Chris. I'm one of the leaders here at Trinity Bible Fellowship. And uh, Pat and the family have asked me to share a song. We mm-hmm. 
less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you that you have received our sister, Jessie Viola Conley, into your presence and that you will care for her until that day when she is reunited with her family and friends. We pray that you comfort her husband, Melvin Conley, her family members, her friends, so that we can experience your joy, your peace, and your patience. We ask, O oh Lord, that you equip us to come alongside Jesse's family to help them and to be their faithful friends. Finally, we long for the day when you return, Lord Jesus, to reign upon the earth. For at the last, you will take your stand upon the earth and make all things new. And when you return, Lord Jesus, we know you will bring our sister Jesse with you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Jesse's family and Trinity Bible Fellowship now invite you to join us as we enjoy some refreshments and a time of fellowship just, just downstairs. It's also a time to reflect and share memories of Jesse Viola Conley with one another. Please enjoy celebrating memories of Jesse and her life well lived, serving her great God and Savior, Jesus Christ.